Shalom Racha, welcome everyone, Bez Hashem. We are learning Mishnah Ruin in the Simon Kufnun Gimel Sif Katan Lamid Vav in Shin number 349. And in order to understand this properly, I think it's a good idea to go back to the previous line of the Mechaber. We're learning Hilvus Beis Akneses, the halachas of specifically of selling a shul, when is one permitted to do so, and when is one not permitted to do so. So, just a quick review of what we learned until now. We are we have a difference between a kfar and a krach. A kfar is a, we'll call it a shul, that was built with the intention of the small community alone. And therefore, when they want to sell the shul, either for the purpose of another shul or to go higher in Kedusha, then they are permitted to do so when they themselves, the, the, the members of that shul, decide that it is appropriate to sell the shul. However, if it's a, an almadika shul, a Weltschule, a world shul, which is what's called the Krach shul. It's a larger city where you have somebody across the world who comes in once in a while and he uses the shul also. They cannot sell the shul unless they have his permission as well, which we say he, they don't have his permission because he's not around to give their permission. So the shul, the shul cannot be sold. There's some exception to that rule because if you have the Shivetuvihair, which we discussed, the seven leaders of the city, and how did they become seven leaders? So we explained in the Sifkatin Lamid yesterday that these, uh, rather Chavtes, that these Shiva Tuvi Ha'ir, these are people who are appointed because obviously of their character trait, that they are qualified to be the leaders of the community and the decisions that they make will be upheld and accepted upon by the, by the community members. Then we said there's even a the two other statuses as well of making decisions. There's what's called the Shivit Tuvayir, the Maimir Anshayir, which means the seven leaders of the community in agreement with the conversation with the community. And then we also mentioned a, a scenario where one person was granted the permissibility, the power to make the communal decisions. And in those scenarios, if the money is is can can take a step back, the money can even be used for mundane items. Okay, that was basically what we learned until now. So the Mechaber says, the Mechaber says on the previous page, but if you have a shul of this from like the cities, the krach, shabayim shomim kaim sacherim, people come from different places. Afilu banu, all you see mishalahem, even if the krach, the city built the shul with their own finances, with their own money, ain't nimkar, it cannot be sold. Unless once again they give the permissibility, the reshus to that one individual. Then that Yachid can do what he feels is appropriate for the community with the agreement of the Tzibar. So you need two together. Okay, the Yachid along with the Tzibar are taking care of what needs to be done for the Shul, with the Shul. Says the Mishra Siv Kodan Lamed Vav. What does this mean? Explains the Mishnah Rura. There's no question 
that the community never intended that this one individual would have the permissibility to sell the shul without having a conversation about it first to and with them. So what does this one individual's power, what does it help? They don't need the seven leaders of the city. They just need to have that yachid. Imagine they have like a, uh, an announcement. There is going to be on Tuesday night, there's going to be at 8 p.m. a community meeting of what we're going to do with the shul. Whether it's a shul that's getting bigger or a shul that's getting smaller, that's not the discussion for now. The question is what to do with the shul. Furthermore, explains the Magin of Ram as the Mishru brings down, that no one else from outside of the community can can uh, protest to this decision. Now the Mishra says even further, he says like this, if originally when they set up the rights of this one individual, for lack of better terms, we'll call him the president, okay, the Nasi, then they tell him, we're giving you, we're giving you the bylaws, the bylaws are, you are in charge to do whatever you want and you don't need to speak to us. And we trust you that what you're going to do is going to be part of, of, of our best interest involved. They don't need, he does not even, that Yachid does not need to speak with the community. That's what he brings over here. Let's read the words again. If they explicitly put their trust in this individual, Whatever he decides to do, then he does not need their approval. Okay. He says, take a look at the Be'er Lacha for a further elaboration on this topic. Back on top of the page, the Mechaber says, so too. The same Allah applies. The whole divrei kedusha shenizkru b'kan the kulu griri basar basic neses. Says the Mechaber, the halachas of all Devarim Shebek Dusha have the same rule as the shul that we've just been discussing. Meaning what? For example, the Arun Kodesh, the Bima, the covering for the Sefer Torah, what decision they're going to make on all these different categories of Dvarim Shebek Dusha, same status of halacha, the Shevet the seven leaders of the city, then you have the Yachid. What has been established? How things are going to run? One of the worst things that can be done when the shul starts is that it just starts without any cheshbin, without any calculation, and nothing is ever agreed upon of who is going to be in charge you know why this is one of the worst things that can happen? Because, I'm sorry? Machlokas. Machlokas. It's as simple as that. Each one thinks he's the, the, he's the yachid. <laughs> right? He, he's, he says, I, I, I'm the one to make the decisions. Why are you better than me? That That's what can happen. So at the get-go, 
things have to be established of who is in charge. Yes. <laughs> that's right. The break off of the break off of the break off. Uh, yeah, that's right. So basically, what you're being mechazek, you're strengthening your rights to first come and learn Simon Kufnun Gimel, right? And then you go ahead and, and consider making a shul. Dinah Kamai Beis Atzmoi the same halachas of those other shul items are the same halacha of the shul. The Chol Heicha, the Ihu Nasa, Daited the Kuliyama, Kegoyin, the Krachim, Hanach Nami, Nasa, Mistoma, Daited the Kuliyama. Any time the item of the shul, the Bima, the Arun Kodesh, etc., were purchased and built with the mindset of everybody out there in the world as well. So it has the same status of just like the shul, and it cannot be sold. Why? Because maybe someone's in the protest somewhere in Hong Kong, like we said yesterday. The Zemashikas of Machabi, that's what Machabi says, the Kulu Griyir Vasa Basic Nessus. All of these halachas go after the same status of the halachas of the shul. The Chain called Davish Hashayich Lebasic Nessus could go in the Chatseiroi's Aymikveh. So too, the courtyard or the mikveh of the shul, right? Many shuls have mikvahs. Very common. Amrin gamkein ki haigavna have same halacha status. You cannot sell them or close them or to prevent to prevent guests from coming there as well and using them. But it's not going to be more strict, more chamer than the shul. Furthermore, that which we discuss in this sif, the shiva tuvayir, the maimed anshayir, the seven leaders, the shiva tuvayir, the seven leaders of the city, the maimed anshayir, along with the community members, the kfarim yechelim lahitzi hadam lechulin. When it comes to the shul of a kfar of the village or the other items, the bima, the onkaidish, when they sell those things. It can be used for communal mundane, mundane status items. It does not need to be used for Dabashibak Dusha. Let's repeat that once again. If it's a kfar, the shul of the kfar, and is everyone agreed to upon it, right? You have this I'll say it like this, you have the seven leaders with the community members as well, and they're selling the bima. It can even be used for a mundane purpose. But let's give an example of mundane purpose. The, the parking lot needs to be paved. It needs to be paved. Well, it's not a double ship, dusha. The parking lot of the shul, let me be clear. So you need, you need to pay for that somehow. And 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 for some whatever reason, they, 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 they are able to sell this bima. Maybe someone's making a new one. So that money can now be used to pave the parking lot when they sell that bima. Yes. When we say it has to be for the use of the community, does it have to be for the shul specifically? I don't think so. The community, the community needs, yeah. Fire it's Seba, yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> To help serve the the davishevik dusha, for example, um, maybe you have a plastic. So tashmisha kedusha, you have like this: the tefillin are davar kadosh. Your tefillin bag is tashmisha kedusha. 
your tefillin bag, let's say it gets the zipper breaks, so you can't get a fix, uh, or it's the it's just seen better days. It's 45 years old, and it's time to get a new one. But boxes definitely. The boxes are tashmisha kedusha. They have to they have to go in shamus. They have to go in shamus. Yeah, the boxes that covering that go on top of, you know, uh, the tefillin, they have to go into shamus. Yeah, definitely. They don't have. I don't mean the, the box of the film itself. I mean the plastic one on top of it. Yes, that plastic one on top has to go into Seamus. Because it, it's serving a double Shebek Dusha. It's a Tashmish for Kedusha. But it doesn't have Shem. It, it doesn't have a Shem's name on it, that's true. But it serves, the film bag doesn't even have a Shem's name on it. Right? Yeah. It's serving a double Shebek Dusha. It's a Tashmish okay. for something that is, which is Kaddish. Yeah, that, that little box, the cover that always falls off for people, you know. <laughs> All right, then people get a lot of, they do a lot of maidens during driving. You got to pick that one up. What? I don't mean that one. I, 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 you're saying the one on top of that also. Right, I'm saying both of them. Both of them have to go into uh, Shemus. So he says also, but he's talking about bigger items in the shul. He says that, um, ach, that the, the, in regards to the status, there's a difference between a Dabr Kedusha and Tashmisha Kedusha. Now listen to this Chiluk. Listen to the difference. The Betashmisha Kedusha af the Mutal Ishtamish B'Demehem Kishen Nimkar B'Shivet Tuvayair B'Maymen Anshayir B'Kfarim Even though you're permitted to use that money when it's with agreement of the seven leaders of the city as well as the community members and we're talking about a Kfar, the, the village M'Komokam Heim Gufa B'Kedusha Sayu Kaimu B'Yad Halakeach when it comes to the Tashmisha Kedusha, it's going to sound counterintuitive. The Kedusha status remains and it can only be used for Dorosh Kedusha. But a mitzvah. And things that are used for a mitzvah, you're allowed to use them and even Lechulun. What is the difference for, let's say, just a quick example? Tefillin are Tashmishe Kedusha. Tzitzis are Tashmishe Mitzvah. The word Tashmishe means that their function is used for. Okay? Tzitzis are a Mitzvah. Tefillin is called in the category of Kedusha. Different levels over here. It's a higher level. Kedusha is a higher level. Kedusha is a higher level. Therefore, we're saying over here that Tashmishe Kedusha the Kedusha status remains in it, even after you sell it. Come on, take a look at it later on here in Sif Yud, as well as Kuftun Dalit, Sif Gimel, and the Berlach over there. Furthermore, the Mechabir says, Also, in regards to all the Kedusha that we're mentioning over here, the Kula Griya Basa of a basic Nessus, the same Allah has by a shul, Kol Kli Basic Nessus, all the Kalim of the shul. Visaf Salim and the and and the, the, the benches, the areas and the curtains, Shibabes Haknesis, Dinam Kebase Haknesis. The chairs, the benches, the tables, the curtains, the bookcases, they all have the status of the shul of the basic Haknesis. When the seven leaders of the city sell these items in agreement with this, this, the community. Now we're talking here about Bekfarim, by the village, by the smaller town, 
smaller neighborhood. They are permitted to use the money for whatever they want. It doesn't have to remain in a Kedusha status of purchasing only a Dovish of Kedusha. If you don't have everyone's agreement to this, then it cannot be used for mundane. He wants to say that even by the krach, by the larger shul in the city, according to the ran, the way the ran learns the sugi over there, you can still sell it. So there's a machlokas we showing as regards to is it like the mechaber is saying that the benches and the bookcases and the curtains have the same status of the shul and therefore the shul of the krach of the large city cannot be sold because you have somebody out in Yenisville in Hong Kong that says ah, I, I want to come in my do my business once every three years and, and use the shul in Balakinwood. I didn't give you permission to sell a shul. The Ram will say that the other items of the shul are not going to be much like the shul itself. And you do not need that individual's permission. As opposed to the shul, you wouldn't need his permission, which would say he can't give it to you because we don't know where he is. That's how the Ram learns that... With regards to the furnishings, there is a leniency that they can be sold. Therefore, um, the the gabai can or anything mundane. Let's see a little further over here where the Ramad says like this. The Ramad on top of the page tells us a Yochid Shabana Basic Nessus. An individual who builds a shul. Okay? You have this sometimes. I heard recently that there are brothers who like they, they give out Sifri Torah to different different shuls. Like that's that's their mitzvah. Obviously they have to have the money for it. <laughs> Nice mitzvah, sure. You have a person over here, he builds a shul. Yachid Shabana basic Nessus, Unusano Lekal. And he gives it to the community. Also nice mitzvah. Very nice mitzvah. Dina Kebesek Nessus Shalkal. The status of that shul is now a communal shul. It's not that of a Yachid, of an, an individual. However, but if he retains some authority in the shul he cannot sell it unless there's agreement with the congregation and according to his word or his descendants says the Mishnah Rura in Sivkot in Lamed test that the individual who built the shul and gave it to the community the status is that now of a congregational shul, and then sold through their words alone. They don't need to speak to him about it. 
They don't need to, you know, have a conversation with the one that gave it, gave them the the shul. In the Dershanot, they bring from the Noidi Bihudo that an individual Yavid Shehniach Likol is Asif Bebeisoy Ulispalo. You have this also; it's very common in different communities. You have a person who says, "You could use." My my room in my house, my den as a shul. You can use my basement as a shul. Very common. Says the Nadi Behuda, Kiderech Akroi, halachically is considered to be Akroi. Temporary. Kevin is It could be the owner of the house will say, you know what, Rabbi Say. I'm having a lot of people over. It's not going to be a good week to have them in my house. And therefore, they won't come. And therefore, even when they are there, it does not have a din, Kedusha's basic nessus. That's the point we're bringing out over here. Does not, they're diving there on a regular basis. But since he can say, he, it's his, he's the Balabas. It's his house. He can say, you know what? I don't want to inconvenience my family anymore that they have to be so quiet with the minion. It's better to have it somewhere else. Therefore, even when they do have dominion there, it does not have a din of Kedusha's basic nessus. Does it have the, the din of a temporary synagogue? Or is it I don't know what a din that would be. I don't know what a temporary shul would be. Oh, talking about like talking there and stuff? A minion that just forms somewhere. It, it, it has that status. I'm saying it has that status of just a ten Jews getting together, you know, even though it could be 30 or 50 people. Right. Yeah. Says the Ramah further, This whole conversation we're only talking about, but selling one shul is when they have another shul also. You cannot sell it. As we learn, is also to demolish it unless you have the second one built. Okay, going back to the Mishra Sefkot and Mem. This scenario of the Kfar, the Shul of the village or the Shul of the city. That they said the, the mindset is in the accordance of the one individual. That's only that he's allowed to sell it. That's only when they have another Shul. When they built the second one. But if there are already two shuls before an Aslam Kar Echot, the Magin of Rome wants to learn this case that if you already have two shuls, you can't sell one. You're not allowed to sell one of them. However, the Taz disagrees and he learns that that even in this case where you do have another shul, you are still allowed to sell one of them. Aliyaba also agrees to the Taz that if you have another shul, you can sell one. When were we saying you're selling one shul? Because the second shul is large enough to make everyone comfortable to daven there. Because if not, it's obvious, says the Mishnah you cannot sell one shul and say everyone else has to go to the other shul and they will not be comfortable to daven there in the, in the physical concept of the space and the like. This 
topic, this question has been brought up uh, in the past, a few days ago, even by a krach, where we said you need to have the person out in Hong Kong's opinion as well. He says, the If you build a bigger shul, a better shul, you can knock down the first one. The Everyone's going to agree, oh, this is better. Now, obviously, it has to be made with with logic and sale. Someone was just telling me how there's a certain shul that, that they built, spent a lot of money, and there are no tables and there are no standers for your for your safer, for your machzor or for, for your sitter or chumash. And, and, and you know, tell me like, what was the what was the cheshvan over here? What was the calculation? If there was one, so it has to be a better situation. Okvar hataknu. He says we had discussed this in some kufnun base. V'chein eitzim avon merishoynu so to the wood and the stones from the first one. Motul ishtamish ben ulatziyah lechulin you're permitted to use them for the stones and the wood from the first building to the second one not even for the second one and to use it for something mundane it's with a shiv to the ear in other words he's saying until now we said that the person out in across the world might re-protest re- and say, why are you selling the shul that I come to Davin in? But if they build another shul, and it, it, he's happy with that, so the fact that they're selling the wood and the stones from the first shul, they can even use it for something which is mundane. It doesn't have to be uh, go to, to Kedusha. Let's just finish over here with Sifkat Membeiz and Membeiz. It's also, if you know, do not have another shul, he says in the Ramah, Mikri You have another shul. Even when they have the seven leaders. Even if you sell one to acquire another one, similar to the case of knocking down the shul, that we said you cannot knock down the shul unless you have another shul first. We'll pick up from this actually tomorrow from Sivkat in Mem Gimel.